Welcome back uh, to Mutual Aberration Society. Um, I'm Ryan Jackson. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about a film uh, that is very ICP in nature. <laughs> yes, whoop whoop. Oh, yeah, <laughs> can I get a whoop whoop? Out there? <laughs> Shout out to all my juggalos. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to be talking about uh, a film as my mic flies away from me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about a film from 2007 uh, directed by Marcus Cook uh, called A Hundred Tears. Gertie! Gertie the Clown! What the hell are you talking about? Okay, the teardrop killer? He's a circus clown. Yes! Yes! Okay, you know, we don't have time. I know this sounds crazy, but we need to get out of here. God damn it, Drago. 20 years we've kept Johnny Law out of our business. Justice was done. Eye for an eye. Carney Law. And uh, my guest to talk about this amazing uh, killer clown movie um, is Luke. Now, Luke. Luke Perez, uh, I know you may have listened to an episode of MAS Uh-oh. before. Uh, this is the this is the part of the show where I ha- I have my guests give their own introduction. So uh, tell everyone who you are. I am Luke Perez. I write a little film blog called Luke on Film. Original, I, I know, and uh, yeah. Luke Luke writes uh, Luke on film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know who else would write Luke on film, but yeah, yeah. I do. It's appropriate. It's appropriate. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I got, I had Luke on cause I've been like, we follow each other on Letterboxd and, and, and social media. And I've noticed that, you know, we have similar interests uh, when it comes to sort of the types yeah. of weird <laughs> cinema. Right. So I was like, this is a good, this is a good. And then I was, I found this movie and it was like, this looks interesting. And then I hit Luke up like, Hey, you want to come talk about this killer clown movie? <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that being said, I will do what I always do. And I will read the letterbox synopsis for a hundred tears. And we can talk a little bit more at length about this movie. So here it goes. After being accused of crimes, he did not commit a lonely circus performer exacts his revenge on those who unjustly condemned him. The act sparked something inside of him which he could not stop. And now, years later, his inner demons have truly surfaced. Part urban legend, part tabloid sensationalism. He is now an unstoppable murderous juggernaut fueled only by hate. Oh, that's a color. I thought you were gonna say murderous juggalo. <laughs> yeah, unstoppable <laughs> murderous juggalo. He's violent Jay. Yeah, I think that was I think it was a typo. I think they meant juggalo. Yes, <laughs> yes. Auto, auto he's, got, he's got the cleaver like hatchet man and everything. Yeah, he's got a big giant ass hatchet that looks like the <laughs> juggalo fucking logo. Yeah, for sure. Literally. Yeah, yeah. They made sure to make him bald though, so that uh, fucking violent Jay and Shaggy could yeah, ensue. Yeah. But like all things aside, um, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, we are we are currently um, going through a strike in in the industry, um, the film industry, specifically the, the writers. Uh, the WGA uh, has gone on strike, uh, which I haven't really been talking a lot about um, as someone who sort of isn't in the guild, but have plenty of peers and friends of mine who are who, you know, me, I've been able to sort of get paid to write um, on the fringes, <laughs> really, um, yeah, uh, for a long time. Um, and honestly, uh, solidarity in general to to sort of, because the studios do, they are doing some fuck shit. 
Oh, it's it's beyond like ridiculous. Yeah, and I haven't really brought it up, but the reason I the reason I haven't really brought it up is because I just didn't want to be, you know, I'm not in LA. Um even though I used to live in LA, I'm not in LA out on the picket lines and again, I'm I'm not in the guild. I'm 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 a writer that's outside of the guild until they actually make me join the guild. I'm not really <laughs> Uh, I'm not really, you know, like, oh, because my whole thing is like, I, I make money now doing it. And and if I make enough money to where I feel comfortable enough to pay the dues, then hell yeah. Um, but um, I say all that to say, though, uh, a good reason to talk about a movie like 100 Tears is because it is a truly uh, outside Hollywood, independent, extreme horror movie. Um, and I feel like during this time, it's kind of cool to highlight movies, even though, I mean, that's what this podcast does, right? But during this time, I feel like it's kind of cool to highlight movies like this, because it's like, if we're going to point people's eyes to certain movies, let's just point it to people who can, like, actually use the eyes, and in and, and terms of, like, I just feel a little bit less, you know, I don't have a conscious about, like, if this if we were talking about, there, like, the there's no, you know, major international yeah. conglomerate behind yeah, this. Yeah, this it's was like, made yeah, we're talking about $75,000 by one dude. Yeah, you know? right, right. If we're talking about a movie that, we're, and it's by one guy who made it pretty much outside the system on his own, it's not like we're talking about insert the latest A24 or oh, Netflix, Netflix movie or whatever, where your people will go in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I even like brought that up in like, my most recent review it's like yeah i can get more eyes by doing that but like mm -hmm. no i, I want to fucking i'll post shit that appeals to an audience one because that leads to meeting people of a like mind rather than meeting people who are like like just like-minded you know right right um yeah but that's another reason that a movie like this is you know, worthy of talking about. And also it is just, a, it's a fun movie. It, it, it It's, Oh yeah. It, it It's one of those movies that like, yes, is it a perfect movie? I mean, again, I, I kind of hate that. Cause it's like, it's, what, what is a perfect movie? You know, that's, yeah. all, that's, an art. Yeah. that's a kind of yeah. like tired thing that people bring up all the time. There's yeah. no such thing. Right. We all know this. Right. Yeah. But um, it's just interesting because this is one of those movies that has elements and aspects to it that are like clearly flaws. Right. But like also, Again, like it doesn't it doesn't take away from the overall sort of enjoyment of what this movie is, right? Like, no, um, yeah. And also, kind of like I don't know, have you are you were you familiar with this movie at all, or Marcus Cook at all? Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't think so. So, so what's interesting is is um, Marcus Cook is one of those guys who, uh, after doing a little bit of investigating, um, like. And I think I talked to you about this a little bit uh, on via DM, but like he's a special yeah. he's a special effects artist, um, and most notably, you know, he's he's done like the special effects works for a lot of like I'm trying to think of of of, of movies that are, are a little bit more um, probably known. Like I know he's done all of the Travis Stevens sort of uh, movies. I think, um, which is I don't know if you know who Travis Stevens is. Um, but he's he's a director he did um he's a guy i think he had snow i think Snowfort. he was like a producer for a long time i went to his birthday party uh, once at the with him and trent haga at trent haga's house they ha i get apparently they have the same birthday so i got invited by trent's wife uh yeah, that's cool 
shout out to her and, and to Trent. I and I think she had like a, they they threw like a dual party for Travis Stevens and Trent at their house. So I met him. Um, I don't really have that much of another opinion. You know, I just met him one time, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but like, <laughs> I say that to say he's a he was a producer for a long time, produced a lot of um, genre stuff uh, via his his production company, uh, Snowfort. And then he started to direct. And I think his first movie that he directed I, was, uh, what was that movie with CM Punk? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the fucking movie. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> like Room something. Um, uh, oh, God damn. Um, I know it's a horror film, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his, his latest his latest film, um, I'm trying to think, what's his latest film? Uh, Wounded Fond. And I think he did another movie called like uh, uh, Girl on the Third Floor is, is the movie. Girl on the Third Floor. But he did it, and he did this movie, Jacob's Wife, uh, which is uh, has a uh, what's what's the uh, what's what's her name, Barbara Crampton, I believe. Yeah, Barbara Crampton. From oh Barbara yeah, Crampton. yeah, yeah. B movie like, queen. B movie, yeah, from the From Beyond and Reanimator. Yeah. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, that like uh, Marcus Cook has done a lot of like effects work on like the Travis Stevens movies. He's also done uh, effects work on uh, the movies that uh, I think they, it says that Ted, I can't ever say this, this man's name, right? Giggle, Giggle hand, Giga, Giga. I don't, I don't know. How to, the guy, he directed a movie called Mohawk. In another Giga, movie, Giga in a, Chad. Yeah. Giga Chad. Ted. <laughs> uh, Giga Chad. Um, he, no, cause like when I, when you look at a hundred tears and you, you I, I see him as he played Sullivan uh in in the movie which if you sullivan is um i believe he's the cop if i'm not mistaken um yeah uh, right was that that the cop's name sullivan i think so yeah but get, to be honest other than the kills the movie was a blur for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah this movie this movie is like uh yeah where do we start i mean like uh, oh god there's the journalists who are living together sleep in the same futon and aren't a couple there's yeah it's the uh, the cuck the cuck journalist <laughs> yeah <laughs> the cuck photograph guy uh yeah. photographer crime scene yeah. photographer slash they're they they work for a tabloid apparently like a yeah sort uh, of... doing like fucking some info wars type stories you know yeah yeah some sort of like uh what's the, what's the shit that you always see in the groceries oh uh fucking i forget the name of it okay god the the globe or whatever yeah, that like, kind of shit like b b yeah. baby, baby chupacabra yeah yeah child from mother yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like aliens, yeah aliens yeah aliens impregnated my daughter yeah yeah, yeah. That, that type of like <laughs> that type of like tap and then they like, always have like the one celebrity like line the like try to bring legitimacy yeah gwyneth paltrow has drank adrenochrome from a baby skull like you know what i mean that, yeah yeah that type of yeah. like headline like clickbait yeah. but it's not clickbait it's literal tablet. yeah it's yeah. It, yeah yeah i remember that shit most during like the chris benoit murders but yeah like for yeah. whatever reason like those got like the most like center of attention it was like okay <laughs> 
Yeah, but but I think uh, I think uh, yeah, Marcus Cook or Marcus Cook. His name is spelled like Koch, but he I know it's pronounced like Cook. Um, Cook, yeah. He's done a lot of like independent sort of like you know extreme horror movies. Like um, he he has his own. Um, are you familiar? I'm pretty sure you are, Luke. Are you familiar with the the Japanese guinea pig movies, right? I, I'm the cool I'm talking to, of course. No, no, they're no. not. Wow, that's, no. that's that's surprising. That's surprising to me, given that like you've watched movies like Pinocchio, uh, like Nine Six Seven Pinocchio, and, and yeah, Nine Six Four, yeah, Nine Six Four, Pinocchio, and fun, yeah, uh, what's the other uh, Caterpillar or whatever? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, the the Japanese guinea pig movies are like this thing that that apparently got like banned in Japan after. Uh, Serial, oh, uh, shit, no. I might have actually seen bootlegs of them yeah. now that you speak of it. Well, yeah, like I had a a, a director on um, Karando uh, Mitsutaki who directed like Gun Woman and like uh, fucking uh, what's the movie? I'll uh, write these down. And... Well, you 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 seen Maniac Driver, so so yeah, so he's the director of Maniac Driver. I have. Oh shit, on. cool. Yeah, and um, we were talking a little bit about sort of uh the guinea pig films and how they got banned because there was a serial killer in japan who like literally like killed little girls and like ate them some real fucking dark shit yeah uh, he was an yeah. otaku they called him like the otaku killer yeah. yeah they called him an otaku killer and like when they went into his apartment well of course he had a whole bunch of shit because he's you know he's an otaku but they found these yeah. pig movies and upon upon them that's like one of the he had a lot of different shit like he had like hentai all kind yeah. of shit but of course they, yeah they clued in on the guinea pig movies right um, yeah. which are these sort of extreme, you know, they they are what they sound like. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. People being used as human guinea pigs, um, and basically basically pseudo snuff type movies. Um, uh, they're, yeah. they were notorious yeah. for a while, but they got banned in Japan after that happened. Um, which made them only more more notorious. But yeah, I bring yeah. up the guinea pig movies because Marcus Cook actually un- unearthed films. Uh, I guess bought the rights to distribute the guinea pig movies. Uh, and then they decided uh, to make American guinea pig movies. So, uh, uh-huh. so they got different directors, and uh, Marcus Cook has his own um, uh, guinea pig movie. I believe it's called Bloodshot, um, which uh, you can actually watch for free on YouTube. Um, <laughs> uh, if 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 you go to uh, Kings of Horror, they have their own YouTube page that plays. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, so it's called American Guinea Pig Bloodshot. So. Yeah, he, he he it's 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 it, again it's what you think it is. It's it's like you know when people say torture porn, like but it's not really yeah, like, yeah. this is legit yeah. torture. You know what I mean? Like there's so many, <laughs> it's, it's funny how like you know that that label got thrown around during like the, yeah during yeah. the height of movies like Hostel and Saul, but like there were actual movies that were like legitimately that. The August Underground type movies and 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 all yeah. Those, yeah. all of those more extreme extreme type of yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he's done this, he's done another, he's done other movies called, I think he has one called Lunch Meat, um, uh, Fell, Bad Blood, like all of these are done on a very, you know, small scale, low budget. Shoestring budget, uh, yeah. Shoestring budget, yeah, um, and it's all extreme horror, again, because again, this guy's, you know, he's, he's an effects artist, so of course he's gonna be more, you know, uh, yeah, he's gonna he's focus gonna, on the gore more than the story. Right you know yeah and and honestly to be fair to be fair to 100 tears i mean like i feel like i I feel like it's actually not that bad of like when it comes to like 
these kind of movies like it is it is kind of coherent like at the same time yeah. like, there's some like very funny conveniences and goofy things that do happen oh um, yeah but honestly that just sort of i just it's just enjoyable to me like you know what i'm saying like i don't know about you uh, yeah <laughs> like i just had a fucking uh, fun time watching this movie <laughs> oh it was it was great it's 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 like watching a studio a student version of an argento film or something you know <laughs> yeah totally. except you know yeah it's except like a- there's 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 no goblin to save the soundtrack there is like six different soundtracks going at once at this it's punk one minute it's like yeah like <laughs> electronica the next you know <laughs> yeah. blues the next you know yeah the music is very funny in this um the music cues are i mean again when you're when you're i guess when you're working at a certain budget you can't oh yeah you oh, have yeah. The, the, they've the, got the, the the fucking stock shock effect or whatever yeah and the set the sound was a really funny thing because like what i noticed like sort of like the sound like the weird sort of sound edits where you can hear like the different room to- the room tone change oh god that was actually like the first thing i said when watching this i'm like did they get room tone yeah they got something Just... you can hear, and you can hear the room tone cut between cuts like you know what i mean like with the different audio yeah it's oh just, yeah it's just small things like that they're like really noticeable yeah. like but yeah. i mean again like it's forgivable in this movie it, to a degree yeah. where it's like i don't know like because i do feel like for some reason there are movies that i i can't sit through and like honestly like and we even talked about this a little bit uh off off pod when we were like talking in the dms but like this is not like a this idea is like a, a killer clown is like the most sort of like over oh God, yeah overused sort of tropey kind of horror kind of uh you know it 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 it's a it's like a template you know what i'm saying like it's a it's a template that's that's been used and continues to be used i mean terrifier oh yeah yeah like uh, yeah Uh, that was one of the first things we pointed out i think i even called him blart the clown or fart the clown because he's he's fat (laughs) (laughs) again like and it, it does feel this does feel like a juggalo movie though like like we <laughs> yeah it, it totally does it like, totally i don't even know luke i mean it's just one of those it, it's i don't i think people it's weird because i do think this movie might be on tubi if i'm not mistaken it um, is on tubi yeah yeah which i mean if you could watch it on tubi go ahead it's free you know or you could watch it i i didn't want to have commercials so i i didn't <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't want to watch it uh, i'll take it in the glorious yeah. 360p with no commercials but apparently though apparently um he had um he had an idea for 200 tears right um and it, and they tried mm. to they tried to kickstart it but he decided he couldn't even get 15k so like he was like fuck it and scrapped the idea for doing 200 tears but at the same time, it's like I heard him kind of express his frustration when he was like, but yet, but yet, like Terrifier, they were able to get a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? To to do Yeah, this yeah. And to kid. be honest, this is not production wise, yeah. at least for me, mm-hmm. from what I remember of like all hollows and terrifier, it's not too far off. Like yeah, yeah, it's not that exactly. It's really not. And honestly, like, um, 
again, this is like a proto terrifier, even though I think the distinction that he made was that like a uh, terrifier to use his words is that uh, uh, art is like a haunt clown. And it's like, yeah, he's like a clown that's supernatural and like something that you would find in a you would see in a haunt. And he's like, yeah, it's prosthetic makeup on his face. And like the clown in in Hundred Tears is just a fat dude with grease. Yeah, a fat fat, fat circus. <laughs> yeah, a fat a carny, fat carny. A fat carny yeah. that murders people. Um, yeah, <laughs> with a giant oversized yeah, a, hatchet. Uh, yeah, meat cleaver. Yeah, cleaver. And 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 not Fucking... only the 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 gore in this movie. We need to talk about this. Oh God, it's so amazing. It, it's so. <laughs> There's so many. I don't know what they use kielbasa's and pig's bladders, but there's one point where he's. It looks like he's doing like the fucking ladder at the 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 little rope ladder at the gym because he just he's pulling it out like a fucking yeah, pulling all his intestines. Or, yeah, it's just entrail after entrail after entrail. And and, and 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 like there is a reason behind sort of like his is uh his murdering his murder spree uh but really i mean not really <laughs> yeah yeah no of, no when you, when, you of, <laughs> when you think about it for like four seconds you're kind of like uh, not really but uh, we, we're gonna roll with no. it because <laughs> yeah it's his it's his daughter wife ex-lover uh, whatever yeah, yeah, you're like he's like kill, he's like running, following the the traveling circus and killing people. I don't know, but yeah, but basically, yeah, the clown is is Gertie, Gertie the clown, and then but his real Gertie, Gertie man is actually Luther Edward Baxter. I guess you know because he's like a serial killer. You got to give a serial killer three first names, right? Yeah, exactly. Luther Edward Baxter, um, aka Gertie the clown. Now Gertie is an interesting character because, um. He's just like again. He looks like a. He has no character. <laughs> right, right. He just he looks like a a drunk homeless clown. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, someone who you'd see on the street, like drinking. Which, which speaking, I'm from Pennsylvania. We had the whole clown phenomena, uh, like uh, five oh, yeah, ten years ago. Yeah, I remember that when people <laughs> just spotting clowns randomly like looking menacing yeah like, for no reason. yeah there were like a couple in my town even it was <laughs> people were posting on facebook yo i'm gonna <laughs> throw hands if i see one of y'all out of your dress like <laughs> go ahead get murdered yeah so he looks like one of them type of clowns um <laughs> yeah and i also think this this is a movie that you can actually watch because i think it's also on like screen box i think it's on like Fandor shit like that um but but yeah. so definitely definitely it's if you want to again you I always have to like preface this by like when you talk about movies like this is like kind of like preparing people's expectations for, for what they are about to experience right like because it's not again it's not one of those movies that like there's so many things about it that are like on the surface like not kind of like polished at all to to, to use a to say the least, but like, yeah, there's something about it as a whole piece that kind of still works. Like, even, it's 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 a genuine effort, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's like, not like even even the like the two like main characters, right? Where like the reporter who's like they they have like a weird chemistry. 
You know, yeah, like it it works too. Yeah, right. like it, you get you get it's like this weird like platonic relationship, but like but like the the guy the fat sort of like reporter like photographer guy is sort of kind of like um I don't know like you can tell he like likes the, the our main character the woman like but like yeah and like she's completely friend zoned him to the point where like like the, she can just lay in the bed with him you know, you know what i'm saying and not do anything yeah walk, walk then, around with her panties you right. know and then be and then just to be like all right i got to go take a dump <laughs> that, yeah a little yeah. line like right like, <laughs> like, i gotta take a dump <laughs> like, yeah. it's like oh thanks for letting me know <laughs> yeah just like, she, like completely like just like whatever yeah and, and yeah then, like, i did notice like the little touches like this this woman is like greek and like you can tell she's kind of like has that sort of like look to her right that kind of like oh, yeah you're, you're like a foreign white person um, but, but like, but, but like, so there's moments where she's on the phone talking with her sister who's supposed to be in the FBI and she's talking yeah. in Greek, you know what I'm saying? Like little touches like yeah. that where yeah. like, oh, like, you know, like there's little cool elements to this movie that are very, that are kind of like surprisingly subtle, you know what I mean? Even though in a movie that's completely not subtle, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Like, there are little, little touches here and there. You're like, Oh, like, okay. Like, like yeah. you said, the genuine, you, it's a genuine effort. Like you don't get the sense. This isn't a movie. That's like a, a fucking Sharknado. Right. Which is like, yeah. Yeah. Or even, even like the, the big studio horror films are starting to, I call it the great like gentrification of horror where you, you get stuff like fucking Megan and uh, and uh, fucking Malignant, where it's like, yeah, you're trying to do that whole B movie thing, but you know, you have millions of dollars of studio money, right. like, it's and not, it's like coming at a, it's bourgeois, it's bourgeois horror, like where it's like, and 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 not to say that like there you can't there are plenty of horror great horror films that are set in sort of worlds that are more bourgeois right but like yeah but I meaning I meaning the people making it like you know what I mean like I mean yeah. the perspective yeah. yeah the perspectives like the people the screenwriters and the directors like they are very like but they're trying to tell these stories that it's like you don't even talk to people who are. <laughs> like you know blue collar <laughs> let alone working class you know poor like you don't you know, yeah like, yeah like you don't like the it, it's like so yeah when you're talking about movies like like megan and stuff it's like yeah you know what i mean it's it's kind of they all or, or or you could just tell like it's like horror from people who are like i don't know like horror has become very fashionable so you have a lot of sort of yeah fans now are people who consider themselves part of sort of like the genre right who yeah are, are kind of like you know for lack of a better uh, term like they're just sort of kind of like basics you know what i mean like in oh yeah yeah you know, and like, they a lot of them try to come off as like academics too which is like right what is, gets me you know yeah that's another you're right that's a good point that's a good point there's a lot of like academic speak in academic language that these people you know employ when they talk about horror and i feel like like that never used to be like you could that used to be like something that people did 
as like an interesting sort of alternative to the way horror is discussed. Now yeah. it's become like yeah. the default way, like right, like the it's all like it has to be viewed through that lens. And I'm yeah. like, horror is not really. You're kind of taking away from what it is by doing that. Yeah. Like, you're over into intellectualizing something, um, and ironically, making it like void of any sort of intellect. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you, you know what I mean. In 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 doing yeah. that, like, you know what I mean, because this is very for, sort of, for sure. You know. Yeah, it's like it, a, it's it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, especially it's it's gotten to like critical mass with like De Palma movies and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I've noticed where like people are like Brian De Palma will tell you his films are fucking schlock, <laughs> right, and right. he's a smart guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like no, I made that shit because it was cheap and it was easy and it was fashionable at the time to make right. what I was making. But like, yeah, and like it's... this isn't that. Like this is. To get it back on point, this is, you know, someone on the fringes, someone, you know, outside of, you know, that sort of bubble of, like, horror, that sort of influencer sort of bubble. Like, you make this, no one is going to be like, come join the club, come come make, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you the funding for 200 tiers, you're going to have to go totally independent for it right yeah um and that's sort of kind of the stuff that i'm interested in like um well not that stuff but the stuff that's not the stuff that's not that you know what i mean like uh uh yeah the hundred the reason i would watch a movie like a hundred tears is because it's literally the opposite of that you know what i mean like that's again that's become part of movies movies like a hundred tears the appeal and even like it's just weird because like extreme horror is sort of kind of uh i feel like extreme horror is frowned upon um by sort of horror people uh yeah, yeah. and that's sort of the distinction how you can really tell uh who's like really like a fan of the genre and like yeah, who, yeah. who's not because i feel like extreme is just another aspect of horror like as a genre and i feel For like sure I feel like how can you really be into horror if you're not like if you haven't watched the extreme shit or if you don't even like yeah I get it like everyone has a line right like there are certain things that people oh yeah will be like ah that's a little bit too far for me like um for me like that line is a lot farther probably I don't know about you but like I there's some I'm <laughs> watching some pretty out there shit like and like, yeah yeah I actually I actually find a lot of um I find a lot of validity in watching like extreme shit um in terms of just like i feel like the, not only for the purposes of its transgression right but also just from the standpoint of like um extreme stuff tends to not look away or shy away from sort of like uh the literal horrors of of, of humanity you know what i mean like uh, yeah in a way that's not only like sort of like uh, cathartic i guess I, I don't know that's kind of i don't even know if that's the right word but but for me it's like not all movies are feel-good movies you know what i'm saying or not all yeah experiences are should be just like oh that was like a roller coaster ride some shit is like meant and designed to fuck you up and yeah and, i mean go ahead sorry the the, the extremes of life have no reason which is why they're so 
highly debated. It's why you see, you know, anytime there is, you know, a national tragedy, it's unfathomable. And so people try to fathom it. And then that leads into the the grand debate that has no answer. Right. But, you, you know, if you look at the violence in this, now I'm sounding like one of those asshole academic influencers, but if you look at the violence in this, there's really no great reason for it, you know? Yeah, for sure. But but that's, that's you know, the extremity of life can also exist in film. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think it, as we have, as we criticize academic sort of discussions with low-key having one but but yeah. but, but, but but still it's like one of those things that like i find myself kind of like gravitating more towards like the things that are made that i know can't come through the sort of uh corporate the normal channels yeah, yeah. sort of corporate studio financed fucking you know film pipeline like i'm more attracted to that stuff because i'm because i understand like it's less of a product you know what i'm saying like yeah like this was a this was a person's it's a person's artistic expression rather than the, the artistic expression of a person being sold by a corporation right and you know what, it is what paul schrader was talking about right which is like again like to cut to circle back a little bit to like uh, what, what the strike shit right and like one of the issues that of the many issues um, besides pay is is the studios trying to sort of uh, utilize AI to, to sort of like write scripts and and, 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 and tr- basically they want to sort of use AI to write scripts for IP that's in the public domain then hire writers to yeah. rewrite that script which is fucking ridiculous right but but yeah paul schrader was saying was like yo like ai can never replace human like you know what i'm saying in terms of like like the one thing that it can't do is is originality right like everything that it does is based off of like what's already been inputted into it you know what i'm saying it can can spit out things that have already it's been sort of that you've exposed it to you know what i'm saying that it's able to sort of like process and be like okay boom now i do it in the give me a story that's written give me a horror film about a killer scarecrow in the vein of are written in the style of insert filmmaker you know what i'm saying jeepers creepers you know yeah it can and it, 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 it can spit you out it can spit out some formulaic script like that boom but what's interesting is writing at that level writing at the in at the studio level right it is such a product that that is so in, in writers who, who who have carved out a whole existence, you know, a comfortable existence, some of them um, who work in that space, it's threatening to them because that's what they're already doing. Right. Which yeah. is like because they have to because they're writing for, you know, insert big Hollywood studio or television network. Right. They're, they're already. It's yeah. Already, they're already. Yeah. They have to they, they have to craft this very sort of formulaic palatable sort of you know and it has to be replicated it's like it's got to be like this it's got to be you know I, I say i say this a bunch which is like this idea of like having it be uh four quadrants right like a four quadrant movie that hits all these yeah. tar- har- target demographics you know what i mean so oh, yeah. it's already being designed at the ver- at the script level like to be that very sort of you know 
assembly line style product. And, and I'm not, you know, I don't necessarily ever kind of fear like the, the, the rise of AI, because I'm just not interested in making that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not, it's, if you're, if you're, if you're creating from that headspace already, then, then the AI is really going to be threatening to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and if, that's if, you're, if you're looking to make, you know, the next fucking stranger thing spinoff. Yeah. That's threatening to you. But if you're right, you know, and, 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 and you're it's, looking to do literally anything original, it shouldn't because you're trying to express something through your art, you know, right. and that's just something that's devoid of expression to begin with. Exactly. To completely. It's not, it's not, a, it's not an expression at all. It, it, it's just, it's, it's so extreme horror and things that are made sort of completely outside the system are, have just, are just far more vastly more appealing for my, my taste. I, I because I do feel like anything can happen, you know what I mean? In these movies. Yeah. In a way that I just know won't happen when I go to pay money and go to the theater to watch. Yeah. You know, like I haven't watched that new evil dead, but I'm pretty sure. No, I, I, ha I haven't either. I'm, and it's not even that, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's I'm fine. a big fan of that series. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it's fine. You know, I like the 2013 one, but like, yeah, yeah. Fetty Alvarez one. Yeah. I like that one. But, yeah. but, but my whole thing is like, I know going in, like, that it's there's a, there's already a limit right that i know i'm not gonna it's not gonna go too far you know what i mean like it's not yeah. gonna it's not gonna it's just i just know it's already the self-imposed limitations you know oh because, yeah yeah it, it, was, it was it was the same deal with with speaking of things that felt like they were ai generated it was the same deal with the new hellraiser for me that just yeah that's, if you took a computer and you said Make a Hellraiser, but remove all the sexuality, remove all the stuff that Clive Barker, you know, originally. Because what people always forget about Hellraiser, especially the first two, is those were very close to Clive Barker's hip. They were like semi-autobiographical in a way. Like, yeah, even. I, yeah, I've, I've I've went on record. I'm not a big fan of the Hell, Hellraiser as an idea. Um, in general, but I've always said like the ones that are worth watching are the, is, is the first the two. First two, yeah. yeah. The, the Barker, the Barker, the Barker one is the first one, but then obviously Barker still had involvement with the sequel. Oh yeah, um, yeah. you know. So it's like those were the because everything that worked about that uh, that film as an idea is because it's so unique to sort of that aesthetic that Clive Barker has. That sort of like you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a a horror guy who's into like these weird fetish BDSM sort of, you know, I'm a gay man. I, I'm a, yeah. I'm a you know what he, I mean? Like, he had a relationship at one point in his life with an older woman. So right. like, like all of his, like, you know, like I, I'm into like weird sort of like, because he had a whole history of like, you know, when you, when you know anything about Clive Barker, you know, like, you know, he was into sort of male prostitution at one point. Like, yeah, he's, he's lived a certain started life. started out in like the alt theater when he was in like high school. Like, right. He, right. he so, was he was no stranger to any of that stuff. Yeah, but he like literally that's the perspective that he literally is from life experience. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, yeah, it's not yeah. like a fucking like in the new people that came in, even though I think I think it was the, the guys who made Starry Eyes, which I did like Starry Eyes. But you could just tell, like, they're just like, like, 
none of that is there because that's not who yeah, they, you know, well, well, like just, you know that's not i think there was even like a quote from the director where he's like oh well that's kind of like passe now and like mm-hmm. my mom reads 50 shades of gray it's like <laughs> E.L. James does E.L. James does not have perspective on that shit either. Like, right. That's like Clive yeah. Barker was not a tourist. Like Yeah, yeah. BDSM light. That's that's like not that's not like the the weird shit. You know what I'm saying? That's not like the yeah, real it, shit. Like if you showed them the real shit, like they would be like, What the fuck is this? Like, get this off of my yeah. screen. You know what I'm saying? Again, yeah. like <laughs> that's what I mean. Like they're they're not like into like the, the, where you can find that again, you can find filmmakers and movies that 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 uh that that are go go heavy into that shit in a real way yeah. i think um oh yeah there's a documentary called i think it's called i cut your flesh um have you heard of this documentary no um <laughs> yeah so it's a documentary uh and it's um wanna, let me get the 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 actress's name because she's in a lot of extreme horror movies uh herself um i think her last name's fisher uh it's a documentary that follows a girl within the extreme side of bdsm and uh, let me see here. Am I, am I confusing? Miss Socks is what she goes by. Um, this movie, yeah, uh, it's literally like, it's literally heard in that world. Like, you know what I'm saying? In the, in the director, yeah. the director is like, again, the director is Sam Hill. is his name. I don't know if you're familiar with Sam Hill. If you look at some of the movies he's directed, some of the titles he directed, you'll kind of get a, a quick sense of like, oh, yeah, like, you know, he's got a movie called Green Hail. Uh, he's got a movie, uh, another movie. Uh, what's the name of it? Suck My Blood. Experimental <laughs> movie. An ultraviolet color. You know, again, that's a short like. But again, like there's let's let's stop at the morgue. You know, like there's a whole other world of like extreme horror that is like a completely different it's it's fruit from the same tree but it's it's yeah it's probably spoiled fruit in some people's eyes right <laughs> well not that shit uh yeah it's, it's, it's just funny though because it's like at, from from a community that like loves to like have this to, to sort of like be sort of gothy and sort of like yeah like, like to yeah, like we're, to, we're open and you know yeah or like to sort of like pro- project or edginess you know what i mean i'm real edgy it's like yeah but then you you know but then it's like yeah but you guys aren't about like you're not really about that that shit <laughs> like, yeah because there's yeah. movies out there you know there's movies out there with you know filmmakers like uh marcus cook work on like <laughs> doing special effects exactly human guinea pig movies and shit that are like completely <laughs> like they'll probably be like oh my god you know because they flipped out about fucking movies like a, a serbian film which you know i've seen this oh, i've seen the serbian film it is an, it is an extreme horror movie but there are far more extreme movies even than that movie you know what i mean like, yeah yeah and for that that's too much for a lot of you know for a lot of people which i understand i'm not saying hey you know again like where your line where is your line Luke? that's a good question where is your line like because my line i could tell you where my, my my line is real quick which is um there have you ever heard of this this uh movie called it's an, another documentary it's called uh a uh, uh, rosco the embalmer no i haven't so it's a documentary and that that's my line i figured out um i started to watch it and i may still i may finish it but there's something about it that made me stop because it, it follows a, a guy who if you if you if you can't guess he works in a morgue 
<laughs> his name's the reason the bomber. <laughs> uh, but but uh, Orozco the embalmer, he's in Colombia. Um, and so like basically it just follows it follows him th- the whole time, sort of like as he's like we watch him work with like corpses of you know all sorts of people, women, children, men. Um, these are like real people who have died, yeah, in all kinds of different ways, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, and, yeah, and it's just it's something about it. I was like, this isn't good for my soul. This is like, yeah, this shit. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's it, yeah. see, it, it's it's so funny because uh, one of my high school teachers, like, he was curious about like seeing like an autopsy, so like, he uh, he does like uh like csi stuff but like for specifically for like the hunting and game commission so like he had a friend who knew a friend that basically got him in early like one sunday morning to see an autopsy and he's like yeah he almost passed out like yeah, just yeah. seeing the person like not before they even like got like cut up and like dissected basically so I don't know where my line is. I'll say my line is on like a case by case basis. Right. It's like, like I don't. It's like, I, it's like I don't know if I could watch a film or a documentary about like specifically that subject. You right. know, for ninety minutes and you know. Yeah, yeah. So that might be a little too much for me. <laughs> right, and that's what I that's what I figured out too. Where it's just like it's like who 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 was it that gave the uh, the definition? Like I forget who it was. Who was like when they talked about like what porn is? He's like I can't def- I can't tell you what porn is, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. You know I mean? like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing, and it's like um, uh, ironically, like uh, Orozco the Embalmer is is a documentary by a Japanese. Uh, filmmaker um it's this guy uh uh and i'm here we go again with these names <laughs> kiyotaka <laughs> uh turasaki uh and i think the he did this movie called uh paranoid garden um but but uh yeah i think it's because because i was checking out that which again it's paranoid garden is sort of kind of like one of those movies that it's like a pink film kind of i guess like you know women getting tied up and you know uh kind of like you know asians have this thing with like sexual like this weird like yeah specifically japanese like when it comes to like uh there's a certain genre they have this thing about like tying women up yeah, the whole binding like, fetish. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird, but it's like it's it's specific because I'm not saying like oh Americans don't have that because there's definitely bondage is definitely a thing here for people. Oh yeah, people yeah. Into but, that it's, shit. but it's but it's specific though. It's a little bit more like the way it's very it's fetishized in a weird different kind of way in in, in Japanese cinema specifically like that yeah. that specific fetish. It's like this weird rope fetish where they have these naked women in these ropes and they have them suspended. So it's one of those kind of movies, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? um, um, but yeah, like apparently, I don't know if 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 a rose called the embalmer. People call it a shockumentary. Um, I don't think that's accurate. It's just a real documentary that does shock you. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, my line is kind of like like, yeah, it just. Because I can watch all the fake shit is never the thing that if it is fake. I can pretty watch. Uh, it's it it's fantasy, but like yeah, right, right. Like uh, like I'm not really 
like are you familiar with this um i was this is something that i'm i'm vaguely familiar with because i definitely tend to watch things that are just you know very out there in general but like are you familiar with uh mixtapes uh i know mixtapes i'm not you know like because growing up obviously listening to rap and shit like to me mixtape was yeah. like a mixtape but no like in in this extreme sort of genre there's a whole other thing that's called a mixtape where or where like filmmakers that are they will take pre-existing footage from various sources maybe some of it's oh uh, yeah maybe it's actual footage from from whether it's like news footage or maybe it's fucking documentary footage or maybe it's stock footage or maybe it's literal movies they're taking movie uh footage from other movies and they're like sort of like cutting it up and like editing it to music and like putting out these like oh yeah yeah i've 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 heard i've heard of like yeah so some some, people will call them like remixes yeah yeah so there's a whole other thing where like these extreme mixtapes and i think um the director of 100 tears uh mike um, Mar- marcus marcus cook has one called uh, mk the mk ultra mixtape um and i bring that up because like i know that you watched uh uh dr uh, uh caligari the yes the, the, the yeah wrench steven sadian yeah, one yeah, yeah steven's aka wrench wrench dream steven sadian wrench right? dream yeah yeah so uh the mk Mark Marcus Cook uses some footage from um not Caligari but some of uh uh Rinch Dream's porn movies like um <laughs> Cafe Flesh like Cafe Flesh and like yeah and like Night Dream and stuff like he literally yeah. using some some his mixtape has some of uh those scenes intercut in them um, yeah he didn't have to do much work with uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking fucking dude put a clown going down <laughs> which might explain this film it's connecting some dots in my head now that i think about it. yeah yeah it's definitely um it's definitely uh not surprising when you figure that when you hear that <laughs> um, yeah 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 Oh, the dude who uh, uh, made a mixtape of a clown going down on a woman with his nose bobbing in and out (laughs) (laughs) went on to make a movie (laughs) with a killer clown yeah yeah Yeah. um to touch back on 100 tears again because i feel like we there's some stuff that like uh that's worth worth talking about um what that's i mean there's a lot that's worth talking about one okay yeah (laughs) By has one of my favorite uh chase scenes. Like like it's right oh, up it's, there with it's right up it's, there with the chase scene. Like it's this it's the chase scene in a hundred tears, and then it's it's like right it's like a tie for that and like the the foot chase. The foot chase in a hundred tears is on par with the foot chase in point break. <laughs> for me. When, I was about to say it's, it, dwarf, it's up there with Scooby Doo for me. When, the like, dwarf like is, when they're chasing the dwarf named Drago, right? <laughs> Drago. And the way he's running is so fucking he's, amazing. He's, he's, like it is he's like so- <laughs> God. it's like indescribable he's like doing like a jig while he's running like yeah it is it is the i was just like i can't believe him not, not to make fun of a dude because that just might be how he has to run but 
that's definitely how he has to run. It's definitely a fil- a built-in physical limitation. But, 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 but it's still it's fucking amazing. It, it is. And he's pretty and it's fast. It's hilarious because they can make they can reach out and grab him by the collar at any point. Yes, they- this is true. It's a little bit of like you know movie kind of movie. <laughs> it's like, come on, you you really probably catch this guy. Like, let's be real. Yeah, uh, but yeah. He, you know he that that foot chase was pretty pretty memorable. Um, and then him just as a character is pretty memorable. Like he looked, yeah. he reminded me of like if you like fucking um, I'm trying to think. Who did he fucking remind me of? Who did Drago remind me of specifically? It's a very specific person, and, and I'm kind of blanking on him. Um, that reminds me of the dude from Deaf, uh, Deaf to Smoochie a little bit. Like a Hispanic version of that dude, kind of. Which which one? Deaf to Smoochie? Yeah, but who is So he's that? like the little, the little person in the... Oh, oh, the little person in the Deaf to Smoochie? Okay, okay. Yeah. Because uh, to me... He reminds me of like, ah, oh, damn, who is this guy? Uh, it's a it's a specific actor, but like, but it it's a it's a full size guy. Like, he's just like right. it's, it's like if you shrunk him in a microwave or some shit. Like, like <laughs> made him into a shrinky dink. Yeah, because like this he just has a very specific look. Like, I don't know, like, but it's just an interesting like they cast. I don't know where they found found him from. Like. Even the guy who's like the bartender, which is weird, like because he's supposed to be like a carnival dude, and I guess they have like a bar at the car. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how a traveling bar yeah. at the carnival works, but yeah, there's there's <laughs> moments that you're just kind of like, wait, what? How does that work exactly? Uh, okay, no. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of that. Like, uh, but uh, I do feel like the casting was surprisingly for for a, a low budget movie is surprisingly kind of kind of decent though like despite yeah like, you you remember these characters like, these are all yeah they're very memorable people like even even uh the sort of daughter of uh <laughs> the daughter of uh of gertie <laughs> who can't find her pants right who's like i'm just gonna run around in panties the whole time um yeah um okay okay well yeah i get it i get it i guess yeah uh, but but um yeah, like that was a fun that was an interesting angle because it's like when you get the backstory of the clown and for those you can't again, you can't spoil this movie. It's fucking like who cares? But but yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, like, it's not a movie that's spoilable, like you know what I'm saying? Because it's not a movie that's based on like a twist and shit. Even though I guess this is supposed to be somewhat of a surprise, which it I mean it's not a surprise, but we go with it. So apparently when you get the backstory, yeah. the clown has been sort of like on the run after sort of a woman tells a lie on him that and she tells the, the strong man uh, in, in the traveling car, uh, carnival that because she's jealous that the clown, the clown is, is hooking up with this other girl who's part of the carny. And then there's another jealous carny girl who's tells the strong man like, oh, the, uh, Gertie's raping her, so strong man runs in and, and and I guess beats his ass or whatever. So then, of course, Gertie does the next logical thing. He just kills both of them. He comes back for revenge, <laughs> kills her first, then th- then sticks a tent spike through the head of fucking strong man dude, and then he's off on the run at that point, right? And then he yeah, it's the birth it's the birth of a, of, a, of a of a serial slasher killer, which is a weird kind of way. I mean, like in terms of like origin stories kind of like weird like okay so you're just gonna continue yeah. to feel now like 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 the motivation yeah. is kind of sketch like, 
but then you realize, okay, so like he has hooked up with this girl, this girl, but like she's pregnant and he's still searching for her. So she has a daughter, but the daughter, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, which is a literal line, right? That she says. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is so, so it's like, okay, so the assumption was like, he's so psychopathic that it was passed down genetically, but it's like, you never got the yeah. sense that like he, it seemed like he was just a normal dude who was a clown and he just got fucked up one time and took out his yeah like why would she be crazy because of that i mean i don't know but she's crazy and she kills people for fun you know like again there's this cuts cuts herself up for fun too right cuts herself and then like meets guys at bars and like has them Um, go down on her in the alley and i don't know if she and somehow he dies from that i mean (laughs) (laughs) never quite Uh, well well, speaking of japanese uh, it would be the most japanese thing for her to have a fucking razor vagina (laughs) i thought i thought they were gonna like show something like that like she had like yeah like but they yeah just kind of like he was dead and his mouth was bleeding and it was like what yeah um uh, but then yeah you realize she finds out that like oh that's she kills her mom, like, and then of course the clown has been looking for her for for her because that's his long lost love. He shows up, sees her dead, find, he knows it's his daughter. They reconnect. She's like, "Yay, dad's a psychopath. Let's kill it together." And he gives her a giant sledgehammer <laughs> to go with his giant hatchet. And they're like a father daughter. It's take your daughter to work day, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just kill a whole bunch of random people who decide to have a fucking party at this abandoned <laughs> warehouse that he lives at the bottom yeah. of. You know, again, the, the extras not... who are carrying their pay. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> you, need, you need a lot of extras in a movie like this because it's got a high body count. Like, because again, oh, it yeah. opens with like a, a massacre at a fucking halfway house where they're just like killing, he's just killing people, chopping people, you know, like just left and right. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. Yeah, the body count in this is significantly high. Like, he's doing, oh, yeah. he's got John Wick levels with just a giant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He doesn't need a gun. He just give him a giant juggalo, ICP, juggalo hatchet, a high, yeah. ICP butcher hatchet, and he yeah. he gets busy. You know what I'm saying? He put he gets... yeah doesn't surprisingly doesn't get fatigued for carrying around that heavy ass. But you know, I will say this: um, for as as many people that he executes and murders, he had a tough time. Him and his daughter both had a tough time with the fucking reporter photographer guy like like yeah he was was surprisingly nimble man he he was was fucking like (laughs) hardcore parkouring off of shit right right he was fucking them both up for him i was like oh shit like he just completely like yeah he was he was uh i don't know he was skilled more apparently i mean more skilled than he he let on because everyone else that they faced met met their their demise pretty swiftly uh, yeah. except for him he kind of like went he kind of got off a little bit um and the yeah. movie the movie that I, I will say this right the movie ends hilariously um the, the oh, ending God, feels, it's, it's perfect it is it's kind of like it is because it's like it feels rushed too like you know like you know you're saying like it's like well it takes you give you like vietnam flashbacks of film school where this does feel yeah. like a movie that like when you were doing projects in film school, like um, you had to, you're like, how do I end this? Like, fuck it. Let's just, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Like, you know, like, Oh dad, I shoot you. And then I run out. Then the, the girl runs me over the car. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. <laughs> and it just ends and you're like, Oh shit. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I say that like, again, like I'm, I enjoy this movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I enjoy this movie. It is, it's a fun movie in, 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 in 
some of the more like absurd aspects of the movie are what make it so fun. Like um, in certain movies, shit like this would annoy me, but in a hundred tears, I just, it's operating. It's operating on a level. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's operating on this level where it just kind of, I can't, you know, like what we were already saying already, which is like, you know what, when you see it, like you can't, yeah, like you can't, you can't like discredit. You're like, yeah, it doesn't work in this specific case or yeah, but it works in this one right here. Yeah. (laughs) There's a, there's a hundred fucking movies on Tubi right now that if I were to look under horror, Probably want to try to be a hundred tiers and don't even reach that level. So like for, 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 you know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, to be is to be is like, again, I've, I've gone, I've gone on a record. I take a shot. Cause I say that a lot. Every time I say going on record, <laughs> uh, I've gone on record as saying um, that Tubi is the best streaming service, and I stand by that. Oh, it is. Because it it has, is by far. It has the most, like, and it also has the most shit in the most in the most quality, like on one yeah. fucking streaming app. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's like yeah, it's it, it's the only place you can watch like a Hollywood Hollywood like five star classic, mm-hmm. all time cinematic great, and watch something like this or tight. You know. Right Tight is on Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> of all films to be streaming anywhere, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're you are fucking right. Um, uh, <laughs> it's it's the one streaming app where you could watch like a fucking uh, Bergman film and then like fucking Hood Rats Volume Two or some shit. Oh, you know what God, I mean? Like, yeah. like it's yeah. the, the 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 fucking the the opposite it's total complete polar opposite ends of the spectrum kind of like cinema um from the fucking track the like the the sort of um i i I, it's gourmet trash like you know what i'm saying yes and then there's like there's gourmet trash and then there's like z grade like like trash that is just just like even other trash is like you know what i mean like two beats Tubi has that. And then they have like the real highbrow shit too, where it's just like, this is like the most highbrow artsy fucking, you know, like pinky in the air kind of like shit. And then like, yeah. 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 So it's like Tubi is where it's at in terms of the streaming app. Um, Yeah. Tubi um, and Canopy. Tubi and Canopy are the best. Yeah. yeah but Canopy, you know, sh- Canopy is, sh- is, is one of those things where it's like, you need to have a library card. Tubi. Yeah. You don't even yeah to to be <laughs> to be a library card is an overqualification yeah to be is like yo you don't need anything like other than just, yeah. you just need to have be able to down- to, to some, be some countries it's don't have like TV, those though. those to be is like if those hundred uh hundred film movie collections that they used to sell at like walmart and target at shit yeah. where it's just it's just you know the double shitty double sided DVDs. Half of them don't even work. You know, yeah, it's I've, that, I've said but that as a streaming thing. service. I said, I said, well, specifically, I said Tubi. It's like Tubi is like uh, when you go into a gas station and they got that bin full of random fucking DVDs. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just that Tubi's the the site where you find like all that shit. That's where it exists now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the random. It, it, like, it, 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 
it reminds me of like when Hulu first got started, but it's like that on steroids because it's got everything, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Hulu, I forget. I don't know if Hulu was always Disney though, wasn't it? Hulu was no. Hulu was a bunch Disney, of different or networks. Did Disney acquire it. See, because Disney what, acquired it. Disney what, acquired it because yeah, they, they acquired, acquired Fox. Fox right. always owned a stake in. And Hulu. Okay. Hulu. Yeah, okay. That's and Fox I mean. owns Tubi now. So. Right. So so that's that's what it was because I I remember Hulu being a lot different and then then it became like a Disney like as Disney does Disney sort of you know just absor- eats absor- everything yeah absorbs everything fucking it's like yeah. the blob you know from the blob <laughs> absorbing it just eating uh, speaking of Pennsylvania references <laughs> shout out to the blob and shout out to the Pennsylvania. shout out to the blob. <laughs> The OG, the OG, R.I.P. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though, shout out to the the the, the blob from the eighties, the Chuck Russell one, because that one. Is, oh, that one's fantastic. Great effects, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fucking Kevin Dillon's Kevin Dillon's mullet hair. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Shawnee Smith's hair too was crazy as fuck. Like, uh, like we lived that. That used to be a look for women. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like Shawnee yeah. Smith's hair, and that is so fucked up. <laughs> But like back in those days, you, that you would still be like, "Hey, fuck it," like, which is just yeah. Like you would just, you know, men are just fucking, you know. I mean, I, I, I mean, as as a, as a as a hetero cis, <laughs> a cis is that the word they use? Cishet man. Cishet, man, yeah. I have to I have to come to the terms that, like, I guess if those women had that hairstyle now, I wouldn't. Yes, yeah, so I wouldn't let it deter me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Yes, I guess because I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, this was a hairstyle? Like, what? okay, whatever. yeah. Yeah. I, the it's, it's 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 like going back in time and seeing what fucking people drink. It's like Goldschlager. Like, you, you I, fucked yeah, with. If I, right, if I was in the eighties and my, if I'm thinking if I flash back as a grown person because I was I was a kid in the eighties, but if I was able to be a grown adult <laughs> in the eighties, and, and and me and me and my partner, my girl, like if she had that hairstyle, I probably wouldn't even care. I'd be like, all right, you know, so whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd be yeah. Like, I would be all cool, right, man. all right. Let, let, let's well, do another shot of the, yeah, the gold yeah. schlager and care, get it off. But like looking at it <laughs> from today's perspective, I'm like that is a fucked up hairstyle. So uh, shout out to yeah. her oh, yeah. Kevin Dillon's mullet <laughs> for sure. Yeah, uh, fucking legendary, legendary hair, legendary hair, legendary. I mean, yeah, the hair in this movie was. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's 2007. It's early aughts. Yeah. It's not, really, it's not even yeah. really crazy. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Like that. Yeah, I don't know. Shout out to the, I don't the, know. the one. Co- <laughs> the one cops dress up like he's from the 50s, though. He's got like the <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Talk about the, the white cop or the black cop? The, the white cop. OK, OK, yeah. <laughs> Not to the black cop who got you gets decapitated. <laughs> yeah, the way he gets decapitated is so fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh god! That, that might be my favorite decapitation in the movie. Is is I mean, which is kind of I think that's kind of low key. Kind of I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, well, I will say this. I will say this. The black guy doesn't die first in this movie. Okay, he dies. Yeah. First, but the way he went out, he went out so bad. I was like, bro. <laughs> I thought he he was about to fuck the clown up, and then nope, no, you know it was no. kind of like that moment in Jason Takes Manhattan where the where the 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 black, the, the, the black the dude, dude, yeah, he's dude, fucking yeah. Jason up on top of the fucking building, right? And then Jason just decides he to punches himself out, and then Jason, right, Jason one, one punch, punch knocks his whole just, head off. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> this is very similar, very similar. It happens faster. Yeah, very similar moment. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. God. I, 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 yeah, yeah. That was that was. Um, I felt I was conflicted oh, about that. I, I felt kind of a way. I was like, <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I felt bad about enjoying it. I was like, man, shouldn't. Have yeah. That. I mean, considering again, like I said, considering how much of a fight that the the sort of schlubby sort the, the, of the fat guy, yeah. fat guy put up, you know, yeah. I don't mean, I don't want to bouncing off of shit. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to fat shame that guy, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, but yeah, I don't yeah, even you're remember. You're talking like, to a fat man right now. Yeah, so. yeah, I don't want to fat shame. I don't want to body shame this man. No, he doesn't. I'm pretty sure he gives a fuck. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a bigger gentleman. Uh, he he yeah. uh, yeah, he put up hell of a fight. Um, and 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 I guess I guess the, the cop did for a minute before he got his head chopped off. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your what was your favorite uh, kill? That's a good that's a good that's a good thing to talk about, Luke. Oh, there's a lot of them. What was your favorite kill? So funny. Yeah, there there's a lot of them. Uh, like, I think I got to go with the ending. I I just love <laughs> the fucking splatter and just. The girls covered in all the fucking blood and guts and just driving off. <laughs> yeah, that, that ending was sort of kind of. Um, what year did Hostel come out? Hostel was, I think, the a year or two before, like two thousand five, two thousand six. I, I want, it had to be. I remember seeing that in the theater. So this has got to be a little bit of. A, this got to be a somewhat influenced by Hostel. I feel well, like. Yeah. Because that that well, yes, they were all influenced. Yeah, they were all influenced by like the French, you know, extreme extremity, new I mean, wave. Yeah, yeah. But then you got to look at the French extremity was all influenced by sort of you know American horror. So you know, it's yeah, all, it's all it that all shit. feeds into each other. Yeah, you know? I, I definitely, I definitely was big into French extremity. Um, when it was a, when it was at its height, you know, and I still like those movies. Don't I do? I still like <laughs> Martyrs is still the shit to me. I still fuck with Martyrs. Um, yeah. I still like High Tension. Um, even though I think I, I, I gotta watch the undubbed version the of undubbed that version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because Tubi has it, but Tubi has the fucking dubbed version that's edited to shit, like makes no sense. Yeah, I watched it in the theater, but it was it was subbed. When I saw it in the theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but, but what's funny about like that, those, it's like looking at like where a lot of those filmmakers are now. And I'm just like, like Asia, Alexander, Aja, Alexander Aja, like, I don't think he's going to make a good movie ever again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, I thought Crawl was an entertaining movie, you know, for what it was. Um, uh, but yeah, I just don't think he's gonna like. I don't know. Like, I was. Yeah, I think I said I said this to Hans on on um, the episode that I did with him. Uh, we talked a little bit about um, Terrifier, but I mentioned like yeah. that because again, it's a very relatable movie to this movie. It's, it's made by a guy who's also in, uh, does special effects, you know, and it's about a killer clown. But um, I was saying like now that like. Terrifier 2 was such a f- big success, both, you know, financially and critically to a certain degree, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like Damien Leone, or I think that's how you say his name, Leone. And I, I want to say like Leone, like Sergio Leone, but, you know, yeah. Damien Leone, <laughs> fucking, like, I feel like 
I, I, it might, it might be, it might be done. Like he might be done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope he's well, not. That, that, yeah, I hope he's not. See, see, I, see. I feel like he like, wants uh, to be part of Hollywood so bad, and now that they're opening up the doors to him because he made a shit ton of money with Terrifier, I'm seeing you see him on social media, and he's like taking pictures with all these people, and I'm like, I'm yeah. like, it's, I'm like, it's over. <laughs> It's yeah, over, yeah. like you know. I mean, yeah. and I know people are like, "What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about?" I, I just know because, again, having the weird sort of like career that I have, if you want even want to call it that, like, <laughs> I, I, from time to time, I work with people who have a certain degree of fame, um, but like, I don't really want. Like, I'm like, yeah, this is fine, but like, I just know, like. Like these people are just like they're, they're 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 climbers, you know. Right. And there's just something about like I'm like, I just know like the way the industry is, right? And when you're certain when you're at a certain success level, right? Like at a certain point, a lot of these people, like you said, they're climbers, right? But if they've achieved any sort of level of notoriety, fame, and success, right? And they've been eating for a while and been living comfortably for a while, right? At a certain point, especially if they want to be around each other all the time, like, yeah. I just want to, it's like, you're a famous person. I'm a famous person. Always want to be around these other famous people. Like, at a certain point, you're like, oh, shit. Like, they're, like, empty. You know, like, yeah. like oh, a yeah. fucking shell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, 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 I'm not articulating this probably uh well no i get where where you're you know, coming you know, from you know coming like from? like like yeah bring around these people like if you're actually close to these people and you're around them enough like you're gonna come away thinking one or two things which is um you're I mean, again i hate saying i hate boiling things down into two groups you know but but i do feel like there are two probably more likely paths that people will take which is like you're gonna probably be like you're gonna recognize you're going to become a sycophant, right? And you're going to recognize sort of like something about their, them in you, which is not good. Yeah. Which is not yeah. good. So you're like, they're like me, or you're going to have the opposite reaction, which is like, this person is like an automaton at this point. I, oh, yeah. I really yeah. don't, I, I've... I really don't want to be around this motherfucker. It's like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this is boring. Yeah. This person is boring. This person hasn't like this person. I mean, boring in the sense and it, of like, it's, it's, it's not even like people who are famous too. Like I, I, I definitely like I've met people through school and just like life where it's like, yeah. Okay. Their only goal is to get into like that system. And right. it's like, right. And to get into that circle and to get into that, like, like I know motherfuckers who like, who only like once they got on, right? Once they got like a, a legitimate a legitimate career in the industry, they only talk to other industry people. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that weird shit. Like you know, what yeah. I'm saying? It's like oh, so now like the only people you see or talk to is somebody. Oh, you got a you got a you got a movie made or oh you got you did it like so now all they want to do is be around. Uh, it's just weird as fuck. Like it's the weirdest shit to me. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. it's like, and it becomes, and that's what I mean by like saying, like, once you get, it's over. Yeah. Because yeah. now you, you need to, you need to be a little grounded. Like, yeah, you need to be, you need to be, because you got to recognize that, like, if you're an artist, right? If you want to be an artist, like, 
you have to be talking about the world and life, but like you can't be in this bubble surrounded by all these other people who are in love with their own fucking farts. You know what I'm saying? Like the smell of their own farts. Yeah. They yeah. literally like they believe their own sort of marketing. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the sort of fucking uh, the publicist that fucking, you know, like helped create your fucking <laughs> public persona. Yeah. Like yeah. you start to believe the narratives that they've been put out there. And it's all been sort of crafted. It's it's all it's not a it's not an actual you. It is the sort of performative version of yourself that you put out for your public image, you know what I'm saying? To, to further yeah. sort of your career, right? Or, and it's like, once you start to self-identify with that version of yourself, then the uh, the actual true version of yourself, the human version of yourself disappears. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, it, you can, if, if you allow, if you allow it, then that side of you can completely die completely. And then, like I said, you become the shell of a human. You know what I'm saying? This shell of a human whose only identity is through sort of like, I am part of this class of group. Of oh, people. yeah. You know what I mean? Where yeah, it's like, for but sure. Again, it's like, but what kind of perspectives are you going to have about the world and art? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's death. It's artistic it, death. It, it's, it's people who want to be a, a part of an artistic collective without actually having to be a part of an artistic collective right it's, like it's, it's performing it's performance it's like our ironically i guess you could call it performance art oh no <laughs> but like no it's it is performative it's like faux it's like because this is idea of what art is right and and then the, yeah the of an artist right like like they want to have that kind of like perception they're so concerned oh, yeah. they're so concerned with the perception right like like what others you know perceive them to be you know what i'm saying and, and 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 through others that's how they are able to perceive themselves you know what i'm saying like oh, it's, yeah it's for, very, for sure it, it, and when i see certain people get a certain notoriety or recognition um i'm always watching for that i'm always like oh is this person going to stay true you know what i'm saying is this person going to continue because like you could see it like the artists who continue to sort of be successful in terms of uh and I miss me. I'm not even talking financially, though. I mean, just successfully as a as a creator. It, it, oh yeah, in terms of just you know numbers, traffic, guys. Right. Yeah. You could you could you, just success in terms of like the actual work that they put out, though, too. You know what I mean? Like like oh, they continue to make interesting things. You know, they continue to to put out stuff that's worthy of worthy of you you know people checking out. Um, it's usually because those people have, like you said, they they're grounded and they sort of like the way they move. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit more like, oh yeah, I still need to like protect what what yeah. what makes me me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And yeah. when I see when I see someone again, like, and again, this is just me. I could be totally wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Again, I'm saying this. I mean, this is just me viewing things via social media. <laughs> like, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> you know, I have, I, you know, I've been around the block a few times. I have my own life experiences, but take, take, take. Oh it. yeah. Take, yeah. take, take, you know, don't, you don't have to take my word for it, but it's just like, I just look for cer certain things. And like, when I see certain kind of things where that feel kind of clout chasey, I'm just kind of like, I'm I, it just kind of like perks up my antenna. A yeah. Bit. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or I'm like, wait a minute, what was going on? Like, you know, so, so <laughs> I'm like, it might be over for him. And it, it is. Yeah. And I, what I mean by that is like over for him though, means he'll have probably make a lot more money have a successful career which is weird yeah, have, yeah which yeah. is weird to say because when people are like yeah, it's over but it's like yeah it's over though like you know that right people don't know that like no it's over because he got the bag now it's like now he's yeah. gonna 
he might have six six films that are financially successful and like that's back it's like but no but it's over it, it, yeah. i know i know there's probably people that would listen to this and be like what is he talking yeah about? yeah if you don't know what i'm talking about then you yeah. probably need to examine yourself a little bit yeah your it's, own motivations for shit like because it, it, luke knows what i'm talking about right yeah no, so, so, so like, like, like to put it put it in in music terms is mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's selling out, it's but like, it's but it's, it's part it's, of this a process of selling out though. It's yeah, a, it's a different. It's, it's a, sort of it's the attitude of like say. So I'm gonna bring it into the music world, right? And I'm mm-hmm. I'm a rock guy. I've got the fucking long hair. I'm wearing a fucking tomahawk t-shirt, like like <laughs> like uh, but but like it's the perspective of like the Melvins and the Mud Honey sort of attitude, where it's like. If you look at the grunge era and you look at all those bands that came out of that like wave, that tidal wave of grunge bands in the early, late 80s, early 90s, it's like the only two who are really around and still touring are the Melvins and the Mud Honey and Mud Honey. And like the reason for that is they're grounded motherfuckers. Like Mark Arm, the lead singer of Mud Honey, still works in the sub pop warehouse. Like I think like their one guitarist is still a carpenter in Seattle. Like, and Buzz is just, you know, he's dedicated solely to keeping the Melvins alive. And like, whereas everyone else was like, no, we got to get the major label money. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to, you know, get on MTV. Whereas like, you know, I think those bands kept it into perspective of like, no, a lot of the other bands are popular, but people aren't really into their music. They're into the status of their music. They're into what they think is expression, but is really just status. Whereas like the Melvins are into their music. And that's why 40 years after they've been a band, they're still making good music and they're still making music. That's interesting and new because they're changing it up. They're not changing it up because someone is asking them to change it up they're changing it up on their own terms you know it's a genuine thing yeah exactly and and and, and i like i said it's 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 more it's more nuanced than 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 this the idea or the concept of selling out right it yeah selling out is is part of it but it, it's a little bit it's different like because it's related but 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 it's just an it's just an ethos and a mindset that certain people adopt once they get a certain amount of yeah it's no, uh, not only like success but acknowledgement and and sort of validation right yeah like yeah like it's it's a very it's a very um it's it's just a very specific thing like you know what i mean like it, it it's you see it, like you said, music, the music industry, is, you see it all the time in the music for sure. There's definitely, there's, there's numerous examples. Like obviously you use the Melvin's example, like you're right. Like, but there's countless examples like that in the music industry, countless examples oh, yeah. like that in the film industry. And outside of that, like you see this, you could just see it in general. I mean, obviously, you know, um, there's a big class component to that, but there's a class component oh, yeah. to yeah. everything yeah. in our society. Um yeah. But I feel like that's the, and again, that came back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier it, when we started, which is this idea of like, 
studio horror being made by these kind of like really sort of like bourgeois climber types of people. Um, oh yeah. And, yeah. And, and typically traditionally like guys like, again, filmmakers like a Marcus cook, this is what kills me. Right. And I don't just say kills me. It doesn't, it doesn't kill me. This is what, there is a whole thriving like community of horror filmmakers right now who are making crazy shit that I find far more vastly more interesting, like vastly more interesting, um, pushing boundaries and just doing things that just, again, because it's, it's interesting because it's, I, you can see the fingerprints, you know what I'm saying? In the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where when you go and you watch the new Blumhouse movie or the new fucking A24 horror movie, you're just not going to see that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and I like some of that And I stuff. do too. Like, I like God. some of those shits too. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not to like denigrate all studio shit. Cause like there's plenty of studio movies that like I'll, I'll see and I'll be yeah. like, that was, that was good or whatever. But, but I just wish, I don't, I don't even wish it because I'm just like, it is what it is. You know, I'm like, yeah. Like there used to be a time where I would think more like, oh, like something has to change. And I don't think things have to change. I think things exist the way they exist. Like what I mean by that is like things don't have to change. People just the people making the shit that's making the shit outside of the system need to continue to do that and just continue to do that. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. needs to be the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like for far too often is 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 people use that as an audition. You know what I mean? Like they use it as yeah. an audition to sort of be. It, well, it's 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 become the cliche of, mm-hmm. oh, here's the hip new indie filmmaker, and then now they're making the next, you know, Thor Avengers right. Part right. Twenty Five. Right. Like, you know. Yeah, and I'm 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 not even telling people. You know, again, I I use this podcast to try to like talk about things that don't people don't talk about but also to encourage people who make shit all the time and tell them hey look i get it like if you can make some money doing this thing definitely make the money yeah do it like but 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 don't that doesn't just because you do that doesn't mean you need to sort of like recalibrate your whole sensibility and your whole approach so that now like you can continue that 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 actual income stream like you don't need to do that. If anything, you should be, if you're already independent as a creator, right. Then you need to fucking protect that independence at all costs and use all the opportunities that you can to redouble down and reinforce that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's about, it's about using, it's about using these opportunities as a position to sort of strengthen your independence. Like, and I feel yeah. like that's a lost concept for a lot of people. They're like, of course yeah. I'm gonna not be independent anymore. Like, what the fuck? Now I'm 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 getting the bag. I'm a corporate guy all all day. <laughs> it's like what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't mean you can't yeah. that doesn't mean you can't dip your toes in those waters if it makes sense for you. But but just because you dip your toes doesn't mean you have to fucking submerge yourself completely underwater. Bro. Yeah, you don't oh, gotta yeah. be drowned yourself and be like, I'm part of this now. Like, I mean, that's a choice. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a choice. Yeah. And people act like it's not. People act like, oh, it's not a choice. What are you talking about? Like, no, yeah. no, no, one's putting, no one's putting a gun to your head and making you do seven Marvel movies, dog. That's you. Yeah. The myth of the financial treadmill is just that. It's like, no, yeah. you got on the treadmill. You're the one that's still running. 
Right. Like nobody's forcing you. No one's forcing yeah. you, dog. You, you're the one who wants to build a house in Zanzibar and do all this other <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? No one's forcing you to do that. You could probably live a fairly, fairly comfortable existence and not do any more shit like that if you don't want to. A lot yeah. of, I, I know people that do that. And I'm just like, bro, that is a, you've decided to get on that treadmill. You know, yeah. what I mean? like no yeah. one, no one fucking yeah. forced you to do that. Like, um, and it's just like, hey, I get it. At the end of the day, some motherfuckers just don't care. And I feel like, um, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't care, you don't care. You know, like I know plenty of people yeah. who don't care. I feel like the majority of people that I know probably don't care. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's a fun, that's a wild, maybe that's a hot take yeah. to say, but like I feel like that. I really do. Like, all the people I know a lot of people who work in, like in the industry, like from film to TV. And I could say that I feel like a solid majority of them do not care. Like and I think if you ask them, they probably think they do, right? They'll probably tell you they oh, do. Oh, yeah. But when you really talk to them and you really pay attention, you quickly come to the realization, like, this person does not give a fuck at all. And they just convince yeah. themselves that that they do because that's what they, they understand, that, like, that's what they need to present. Yeah, shit, that was even at, like, the local level for mm-hmm. me. And, like, mm-hmm. that's why I don't really... I don't really work in the industry anymore. Not that I was there for a long time, but you know, it's like when you, when you realize like the more you climb up, the more there's going to be those people in abundance, you know, yeah, the ones that are just there. Yeah. And that you, you will encounter those people like, and, and it's just, it's unavoidable, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to let, those people are that sort taint of, what you do yeah. right exactly it's about it's about constant sort of constant uh i don't know monitoring of of, of your own sort of motivations and psyche <laughs> as you yeah. go through it because yeah uh it's real easy to get like subsumed in the in in, in the, the bubble that is sort of <laughs> Hollywood in general or just whatever you know what I mean whatever industry like in it and and it really you know it's just it's just it's just funny like again like AI wouldn't be a threat to you if you weren't already sort of doing what AI does yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying? like yeah say what you want like people making these weird ass movies on uh, from outside they're not doing what AI does you know what I'm yeah saying? like right now yeah. if, you tr- if you tried to get AI to make a gore movie I don't think it would yeah, I mean it has, built, try- it has built-in limitations, obviously, you know, but because of but but those built-in limitations wouldn't even allow it. I cannot depict that, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, uh, type shit. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, it's just kind of weird. Like, not to say that like you need to be extreme for the sake of extreme, but like at the end of the day, though, you know, um, I don't know, like, what's even extreme anymore? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. When, I, when I look at our reality, I ask myself that. I'm like, at, at tw- in 2023, um, what the fuck is extreme? Like, yes, I know that like I'm talking about extreme, and I guess this gets labeled as extreme. And there's a there's and this is like a less serious movie. Um, there are more serious movies like uh fucking uh melancholy Dur- durangle and shit like that. Uh yeah. Are you, are you familiar with that? 
that movie? No. <laughs> I feel bad because every like example you've given. <laughs> well, welcome to Mutual Aberration Society. <laughs> welcome to Mutual Aberration Society. <laughs> just just playing ping pong with one side of the table tonight, you know. I mean, it, it's okay, man. I mean, we came to talk yeah. about a hundred tiers. Knowing anything else is not necessarily require, a yeah. requirement. Yeah. But I just bring that up to bring because those are examples of like movies that are fucked. It's a movie that's pretty fucking extreme you know and like yeah um to the point where it's got I, I believe i believe uh believe it has like actual animal death in it you know which is the thing that you know is morally objectionable i mean it's the thing yeah. that like you know people talk about you know hannibal uh cannibal holocaust cannibal holocaust which you know? just showed at a local drive-in right or it's like <laughs> yo like they actually killed those animals for the movie it's kind of fucked up and it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's fucked up for sure i mean um but there are extreme. There are movies that like still fall within the bounds of like that, like where it's like, OK, yeah, this is really fucking extreme. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, but 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 I don't there's something about. It's something about things that that are made. In that space for me that resonate even more now than when I was younger and encountered some of them. Um because when you're young and you see these movies, it's more like a fucking dare. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. hear you hear about that cannibal Holocaust? Hell yeah! I'm a, we got to see that. Like, it's fucking <laughs> fucked up, right? But but now as you get yeah. older, it's like a lot. The, the motivations for for continuing to watch stuff like that is very very different. Um, and it's for not. Sure. It's and again, not to get all academic about it, <laughs> you know. Like about, <laughs> but it's very. Um, it's 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 very much because it's. I do feel like it's it's rare to see things, at least ma- from from the mainstream outlets, um, that are attempting to push any boundaries, and like pushing boundaries isn't just some edge lord shit. You know what I mean? I think that gets. <laughs> I think I think I think that gets sort of like uh, it's a dismissive way of talking about oh, yeah it. like people be like we're just edgelord shit it's like no 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 like there's validity in pushing boundaries you know what i mean there's a there's a lot of validity in pushing boundaries um what for sure what what validity uh depends on the boundary you're pushing you know and in terms of like why yeah. it's valid uh, you know what i mean it's very it's a it's on a case-by-case basis but i do find that like that kind of art and that kind of cinema is 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 fucking important, which is why you should go watch Hundred Tears, which is not at all important, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's, but not. it's a part of a movement that is right, right. But it but it is important that it exists, which is weirdly, yes. you know what I'm saying? It's not an important movie, but it's important that it exists. And and if you don't understand that, then you're just not on the the, uh, the MAS wavelength. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? Like, yeah. Because because it is important that movies and filmmakers are able to do things like this. You know what I mean? Um. And then, for and, sure. And, and and now it's there's no excuses anymore. Like it's so fucking easy to make a movie now. Um. That like. I know that like all of the cool shit is probably out there already and we just have to come across it you know what i'm saying like that's just what it is it's like there's i know there's some fucking there's just some some heat right now that's just out there that we (laughs) have either one of us has come across yet that we're gonna come across and be holy shit 
you know what I mean? And just buy somebody in bumfuck Egypt. You know what I mean? That just made yeah. it, made some got a camera real quick and shot a shit and edited it and it's fire. You know, um, yeah. And it's way more sort of like uh interesting and uh, and, and just on every level than sort of like the thing that's being promoted and pushed. You know what I mean? Like that's being talked For about. For sure. A movie like uh, you know, I, I hate to bring up this movie uh because it is it is what people say what I'm talking about, which is I bring this movie up all the time. You know what? I really should stop bringing this movie up because I feel like it's promotion for this fucking thing. But but fuck it. I'm going to say it. It's 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 skin marink, dog. Like uh, like skin is stink in the pink. Right. Right. So like skin <laughs> is is the is all the, what I'm saying right now is what people are saying skin marink is. Right. You oh, know God. what I'm talking about? It's like the movie that like is being made. And by just one this guy just made this thing and it's it's different. It's experimental. It's, it's and it's like all the things that like it's like it's so it's not done in the studio system. And it's like, yeah, but that's not. That's that's what you guys think. <laughs> that's what yeah. you think this is. But it's you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like, you know what I mean? It's 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 actually not. It's like pretending to be that. Um, yeah. And it's a good trick. It's a good trick. Shout out to uh, I guess uh, I guess. I guess we could shout out Shutter and Bloody Disgusting. I think did Bloody Disgusting have something to do with that? I think they did. Um, uh, they probably wrote an article or two about it. Yeah, I think, but just specifically Shutter because again, like they Sh- Shutter bought it. Yeah, it was they, a Shutter original. They which... tricked. They tricked. They tricked a lot of people into sort of like that. But I'm telling you, I can't wait for the reassessment, dog. Like I really can't. Like, um, yeah, because. I know that the reassessment would be like, oh, were you, were people, what were people smoking? Like, are they, were they, <laughs> like, were they high? Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's, God. That's going to be the movies. That's I like, was afraid of the dark as a kid. Uh, good for you. So was everyone. <laughs> and I don't even want to listen. Like, I'm not even trying to pick on that movie because I really don't feel as much as I talk shit about it's, the movie. It's I, not even worth the rage. Right, it really isn't. It really isn't. Like, because I don't, dis- despite how people may think, I don't really have a strong feeling about the movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, well my, my my attitude with controversy is you have to be like you have to earn controversy. Controversy right, is right. not, you know, like but that's like, the reason though. That's the reason why I'm so like constantly bringing it up is because I don't feel strongly about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like it's like because I don't feel strongly about it. Like you guys don't understand. Like that's it, it keeps being brought up over and over again, and I'm like as being sort of this thing that's like experimental and on, you know, Oh yeah. And all it's like, no dog, you guys, it was a good marketing. It was a good marketing uh, campaign um, that was successfully marketed to the, to the masses in a way that got, that got people to check it out, buy a ticket, rented, whatever, stream it. Like it worked and it made a lot of fucking money. And now all these people who are talking about it, are sort of either one want to be involved in the conversation, right? Because specifically horror, like there is a there is a communal aspect to sort of being knowing these sort of movies, right? Like, oh, you know about necromantic? Yeah, yeah I know about necromantic. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like for, a fucking for sure. like, you know, yeah, it's like a fucking way that people can identify. Like, you're a part of the in group. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. that aspect of it, but there's also the aspect of like the money, which is like. A lot of people who know about that movie are industry adjacent, are literally in the industry, and they're looking at that as a fucking way to make money themselves. Oh, so yeah. like, how can I use the success of this little movie that clearly was made 
for nothing for nothing and you pulled a wool over everyone's eyes how can i pull the wool wool over everyone's eyes and make and get it back you know what i mean that's what the that's what that that's what it is and it's like it's important to sort of be sort of uh uh just the person to call that out and uh, while it's going on like you know what i mean like and i'm not yeah. the only one there's plenty of people you know who are like you know uh, oh god but believe me yeah my whole community of friends have all called that film out pretty much from the beginning. And it's like, yeah. Hey, good for that director. I hope, right. you know, whatever he does next, he can keep it up because that, you know, I guess, you know, it's sort of the same thing with Blair Witch, although Blair Witch has endured over time. And yeah. And also, yeah, I also here's what people forget. Like, I remember when Blair Witch came out. People always want people are using the Blair Witch as a comparison, right? No, yeah, it's not even close. Blair Witch was a yeah. fucking cultural phenomenon. Like when that uh, shit came I out, <laughs> that shit was everywhere. Motherfuckers didn't even see it, and knew about it, right? Like Skin and I could go out, walk to the store right now, and be like, "Yo, you know Skin and Marink? They'd be like. You're trying to what sing the song? fuck are you talking about? Are you the yeah, it's, it's the lamb chop like song. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are what like, are you like, talking about? Like, <laughs> even even like the one girl at work, like who's like a horror fan, hmm. yeah, pop horror fan. So she's asking me, oh, did I see like the new Evil Dead or whatever? But I'm like, yo, did you see Skin and Marine? She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. Just, that, it's, that's that's. <laughs> It's one of those movies that like is is known, but is known in a very niche kind of way. Like, but it's significant. Yeah. But we live in a niche world now, so I know that. So, like, yeah, it's a fairly substantial size of people who are vocal online that talk about the movie. So, therefore, it sort of inflates probably its 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 influence. You know, like, oh yeah, or exagger. It's probably a little bit more exaggerated. Than, it's, than it, it is it's more exaggerated than its actual sort of impact you know like the impact of that movie you would think it's like a fucking i don't know avatar you would think it, yeah yeah i was it's just nowhere to close say. to that like you know what i mean it's not even sniffing yeah. you know like that like but, but but and even even avatar for as much money as it's made like you could make an argument that's not a cultural touchstone either you know yeah yeah i mean I still haven't seen the second one, even though I look again. I don't know if you have you seen the second Avatar. Oh fuck no, dude! I, yeah, that yeah. First one sucks ass. <laughs> I don't think the first one sucked, but 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 I don't think. Yeah, I don't know what I think about the first Avatar. I really don't. I, 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 would, I, think I would watch. It's, it's, I would watch it over any Marvel movie, though. I know that. Even yeah, though, even oh, though I know for Disney sure. Didn't, J- I, Disney distributed James Cameron. I think it strays a little too close to titanic personally structurally as a film but yeah uh can't say it's not interesting i like james cameron i i'm i, oh, I fuck with james cameron hard yeah, dude yeah i still i still i still fuck with james cameron i just i thought i was gonna watch that avatar movie and i just didn't have the energy you know i was like yeah you know, i was like i'm probably gonna see it because you know it's james cameron doing some shit in 3d for the fucking yeah. movie theater and i saw the first one and i did the, the the lasting impression that it left on me was that like it looked really cool in the theater 
in IMAX in three, you know what I mean? Like, um, but, I just, I just, but I thought remember. it was like, you know, I remember I watched Fern Gully growing up, so I was like, yo, this is like Fern Gully, what the fuck? But yeah, like, yeah. Like, but, but like, um, I just, I just remember this like one dude who kind of looked like the journalist in, uh, in the movie in 100 Tears, only he had more hair, but, uh, <laughs> he's sitting there with his wife and he's going, was kind of like a 90s movie <laughs> that that was his only fucking thing he's like uh that was like such a 90s movie i'm like yeah it's kind of like independence very, day very <laughs> astute ap- observation he needs to be he's the next cisco neighbor yeah like, the yeah one, the next pauline <laughs> kale um <laughs> fucking <laughs> the next fucking uh <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, so yeah him and the, him and the dude who, who fell asleep fell asleep next to me during the dark night that's gonna be the new siskel and ebert you know i mean at this point i mean i mean all the good criticism i, I should ask you that because because you do film criticism you know you, you know so what's your opinions on the state of movie criticism that's a that's a reoccurring sort of topic that gets brought up on this podcast what are God. your opinions on it my opinion is the term media literacy needs to die on the fucking vine because most <laughs> of the people who bring it up are fucking illiterate. Illiterate, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can agree with you on that. I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but but in general, I, I think, like with everything in life, you know, the value is diminished over time. So you know, yeah. like the dollar doesn't buy what it used to. You know, film yeah. criticism isn't what it once was because a, a lot of the people who couldn't make it as writers mm-hmm. film have films. infiltrated the space of film journalism and film. Yeah, but you know criticism what, in the hopes that they can cross back over to that. Yeah, but you know what those what's really interesting about that is like um, I'm into like I'm not only into you know like film, but I'm also into sort of like. Not sort of. I'm into literature. You know what? <laughs> You're into art. <laughs> yeah, but saying saying just saying that out loud is sounds so stupid. Like I'm into it's literature. Not, like yeah, that sounds corny. That's the corniest shit you could ever say. Truth. I'm into literature. I'm into literature. Like I like to yeah. read books. Okay, there you go. I like to read books. Yeah. So like, but, but reading older books specifically, I read new shit too. But like reading older books and noticing like yo, like a lot of like notable specifically genre writers like started out as critics or were like critics themselves like jg oh, yeah. ballard you know what i mean uh fucking uh what's what's uh fucking uh, uh i'm trying to think ursula Le Guin. i think i think ursula Le Guin was a critic uh at, well, at a certain well, point even, even a more contemporary reference david foster wallace yeah david foster wallace you're right you're right like there's a lot of there's a there's a history of like sort of like uh uh, artists and writers being being actual critics too uh that is very uh that's just not a thing anymore because it's considered like like not it's like taboo to talk about your peers work and I'm yeah. like, that's it's yeah. like weird that that's 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 what's fucking happened when it's like that didn't used to be the fucking case. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying like Norman Mailer used would, to be how Norm, Norman Mailer would go on TV and shit on other fucking writers. Like, yeah, that novel yeah, was a f- piece f- of f- shit. F- fucking Harlan Ellison. <laughs> Harlan, Harlan Ellison. Ellison. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> there's, a, there's a rant that would have gotten him super canceled today that he aired on sci-fi where he's like and i think it almost got him canceled then where he's like yeah you know there's a super liberal guy you know i i used to advocate for women and in the space of women writers and i guess it's just because i thought they might do better than us men he's like no what i found out is women can be just as disappointing writers as men it's like it's it's the truth you know i I mean i i'm feeling them on that i feel them like i feel harlan ellison on that art rest rest in power to harlan ellison Uh, oh man but, but like yeah even our guys like samuel delaney like same shit like Fucking, they just were like, they would go at each other, like they. Yeah, would, oh like, yeah. Literally... Well, that's how art used to thrive. You know, you go back to, you know, cafe culture in Paris, and you know, you have fucking F. Scott Fitzgerald being punched by fucking uh, what's his name? Only the most influential, one of the most influential writers in history, and I'm blanking on his fucking name. You mean, uh, you, you, you mean fucking. Uh... The, the uh fucking why am I blanking on he wrote the sun always, <laughs> he wrote the sun always rises <laughs> yeah. yo that's fucking hilarious who who is the writer that wrote the sun always sun rises always rise. it's like dude that's obviously Ernest Hemingway and we're blanking yeah Ernest, on him, Ernest Hemingway yeah, the like, guy who only fucking changed writing the, but again the, the he was another guy who started out when people think of an American novelist ever it's like yeah. no, fucking Ernest Hemingway dude I do that all the time I blank on shit that's so obvious oh, and then I'll name God. the most specific like esoteric ass thing like that yeah. no one's heard of like like 12 people have heard of like and then yeah. it's like then I'll be like the most biggest thing ever i'll be like what is the name of that movie oh yeah fucking avatar like you know what i mean yeah like, you, you, <laughs> yeah so don't don't yeah that's a regular yeah, fucking yeah, recurring yeah. thing on, on this podcast <laughs> but yeah Ernest hemingway would definitely yeah yeah punching fist Fitzgerald. but like yeah that's a normal yeah. thing um that used to happen like i feel like we need to get i don't i don't necessarily i mean we do need to get back from artists punching each other probably a little bit but yeah, <laughs> but at least at least at least verbally, you know, verbal jabs, you know what I mean? As opposed to literal. Jabs. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. just just because I feel like it's important to sort of like. This idea that, like, you know, I'm not going to talk about my peers work. I don't fucking like Fuck, I dude, De Palma, De Palma <laughs> told oh, George you... Lucas to his face that fucking Star Wars sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. like yeah, there's there's something about that that just I feel like. It's while maybe maybe it's a I don't know again it feels very feels very like bourgeois sort of etiquette type shit where like it's like how how dare you like there yeah, are rules I to mean, this shit you don't do that and it's like nah fuck well, that well, like, like even 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 when I was like in college like and I went to a fucking Bum fuck university in the middle of dog shit Pennsylvania, but oh, like oh we're, we're oh you you did too fellow alumnus yeah hell what's up <laughs> <laughs> but but like like, like shit you <laughs> yeah shit you <laughs> go scat dogs <laughs> scat dog yeah <laughs> but but like like even when like my professors would criticize people it's like. They they'd be like they, you know, pamper people's bottoms. Oh my god, I feel like you've discovered like 
a new genre of like he made a one shot fucking three minute short film that's that's hardly new you go to and this is coming from a professor that you know went to festivals but like Mm -hmm. how do you expect people to grow if you can't criticize and you can't give that constructive feedback it's like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a question that I ask. You know, I ask myself all the time. Like, it's I, like, and I, I and I think like my work tapered off at that time too because like, when I went to the community college, like, my my fucking professor there was an OG. He just he came from that generation that like learned from the generation that basically like came up with like how to shoot TV, how to yeah do film so like they criticize the shit out of him so he criticized the shit out of us but it's like my work got better because of that like i grew right but then getting into the environment where it's very much you have to seek criticism out it's weird though because it's hyper competitive right and it's very much like now it's probably hyper competitive to a degree where it's like everyone is vying for sort of like the same kind of like position you know what i mean like yeah and, and it feels like yeah. everyone wants to be sort of part of the certain the in group and 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 be a of a certain status and all this bullshit right you know capitalism one yeah but but <laughs> but but it's this vicious sort of fucking environment that's like polite on the surface yeah and that's so insidious it's, it's, you know that's the yeah that's that shit that like that's like the whole aesthetic of a david lynch movie <laughs> you know? yeah that exactly sort of like pleasantry uh, with this seedy underbelly that's like underneath the surface just you know what i mean like festering and oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. seeping to the surface through the cracks like like that's what that shit is, and I'm like, bro, like fuck all that. Like, let's just be real. Like, we all watch these things. We all re- expose ourselves to all this stuff. We all have opinions about it. What's so wrong about you having an you know, opinion? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's so wrong about you like like voicing that, whether you like it or love it? Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean yeah. Like, there's levels to everything, obviously, right? People can go oh, overboard. Yeah, for people sure. can go. People go overboard all the time. They'll say some wild shit just to say it, you know, but. But like, I'm just talking about in general, just being like, yeah, that movie was ass. Like, okay, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, yeah, you could have said that better. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know what I mean? But like, I'm not. Yeah. But am I am I looking at the, the filmmaker <laughs> in their face and being like, your movie is ass? Yeah. Like, uh, no. Zack Snyder is never going to see my review of Justice League. You know, yeah. So <laughs> my thing is like, my thing is like. I wouldn't have a problem with telling a filmmaker directly that I don't like their movie or that I think their movie's not good. But I'm I'm also not like a a fucking social moron either where I'm like I can like understand like if I don't have an issue with you I just don't like your movie. I don't have yeah. to I don't have to tell you it in a way that's like your movie's fucking ass, you suck. You know what I mean? Like I could just be like, yeah, I don't like that. I think I don't think it's good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, that's it. Like, I don't, you it's know, it's not for me, you, can, you know, and you, can, and you can, yeah. And you could tell me that, or I could, you could say that about some stuff I made and it's like, all right, cool, whatever. But people yeah. act like, you know, that, 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 that's like just the worst thing you can do. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's just bad. Yeah. Like people literally get put in the same category as like murderers and rapists 
for having <laughs> for just doing that. And, and, <laughs> like, and I'm I feel that way. Maybe that, that, that sounds you know. Like, that sounds like hyperbole. It, it, but it's, it's not too much of an exaggeration. Right, days, right. It sounds like, a, like, sounds like a real, but it's not that far off from the reality that we live in, like where it's like people literally will like treat certain people who are just op- opinionated about, forget about corporate product at that too. Shit that's owned yeah. by giant multi-billion dollar corporations. Like you said the Marvel movie was, was bad. You're an evil person. You don't like joy. You have no joy in your it's life. It's like, uh, God, like what? what's something I saw? Like I saw like a friend post this. It's like, oh, yeah, I hate Marvel for bringing like so much joy and like originality and creativity in the world. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> it's the same goddamn movie <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Like it's a, I feel like it's a duty for people to be for p- other people to call out people when they say that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like that person is so. People be like, "Oh, you're just being a fucking, uh, uh, you're just a, a contrarian." It's or like, yeah, no. or you're just trying to ruin people's day. It's like, no, I'm actually not. I'm just like, you realize like that you, I feel like, at a certain point, I'm like, are you a human? Like, are you is you like you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I don't like, mean that to, do like, can... I'm not trying to erase your humanity. What I'm saying is, like, are you like a, a robot? Like, what what's happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. why are you saying this right now? Like, it's okay. Like, people are allowed to to hate what they hate what they want to hate and like what they want to like. At the end of the day, but, yeah, you know. But there's just things that people say like that specifically. That kind of comment where you're like, wow, like you know what I mean? Where yeah. you're like, you're that like. uh What's the word I'm looking for? Like you're that you're that into the the sauce. Like right. you're like it's not even lost in the sauce. Yeah, you're lost in the sauce. That's definitely one way of putting it. But but also like you're that sort of like the opiate that is sort of the 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 the, the mainstream media has 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 sated you beyond the point of like you're not you're no longer even thinking with the sort of left brain like you know what i mean like yeah it's gone you know what i'm saying like, yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it's like yeah it's like yeah you're you're just yeah yeah so yeah don't 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 ever say that about marvel if you're listening like don't don't do uh, that. <laughs> yeah uh by the way we are sponsored sponsored by disney yeah and, did, uh, just, uh backslash mas you can get a free uh disney plus uh, membership 50 percent off <laughs> 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 go on to disney plus right now backslash mas pocket no um yeah, yeah i feel like that's a uh i think that's a good point to, to sort of wrap it up uh because yeah um i'm definitely gonna go watch a marvel movie no i'm saying oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no um, ant-man ant-man quantumania here we come heck? yeah okay. all three hours of it oh my god yeah um yeah god. man i thanks thanks again luke for 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 coming on man it was it was it was uh, fun absolutely. chopping it up with you man um yeah um feel free to uh have them take over the mic and tell people anything you want to tell them tell them you know your favorite movie or 
right. your website so, uh, or whatever <laughs> plug yeah. or whatever. so, so uh, I'm Luke you can find me on Lucasfilm if you want to follow me on Letterbox I'm Lucasfilm no <laughs> uh, Luke on film okay Luke is film doing doing some Kanye shit <laughs> Disney will sue the shit out of you they bought Lucas yeah film. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on uh, on my website, Luke on Film. I uh, just did a review for Dr. Caligari, 1989. Uh, have some other reviews on there. A few highlights, Sexy Beast, uh, the Metropolis remake, um, Titan, yeah. Julia DeCorno's awesome film. Are you going to do Flesh uh, Cafe? flesh ca- a cafe flesh cafe flesh cafe flesh oh god <laughs> if i work up the courage what i think i'm i'm thinking of actually uh covering a documentary i just watched next uh the color of noise about uh the amphetamine reptile record label uh, yeah, I, saw, a, I, saw, uh, I saw a trailer for that that looks interesting yeah, it definitely is i also got the compilation of all their music videos which is called dope guns and fucking up your video deck so very very icp sounding title <laughs> <laughs> well 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 it's like, based like 100 tiers <laughs> yes yes well it's, it's based off their compilation their album compilation which was called dope guns and fucking in the streets which uh is still a relevant title. Sounds to like this the day. gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> yes, sounds like the gathering of the juggalos. So, okay, yeah, definitely, definitely. Do that. Apparently, this is my coming out as a juggalo, even though I fucking <laughs> haven't listened to an ICP song since high school. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah. On that note, shout out to all my juggalos. Um, as always. Whoop, whoop. as always i don't know how to end a podcast so i will just end it probably with an icp song no i might spare you guys that (laughs) but yeah this is (laughs) this is the end thanks man (laughs) absolutely suck a male camel's dick suck a hyena's ass suck a government's cock suck a snow leopard's ass suck a rhino's dick Suck a Campbell's ass, suck a Campbell's ass, suck a Campbell's ass, suck a Campbell's ass. Suck a hippo's cock, suck a honey badger's ass, suck a llama's balls, suck a Labrador retriever's dick. Suck a Campbell's ass, suck a Campbell's ass. Suck a Campbell's ass, suck a Campbell's ass. 
Sucky Bull Moose's ass. Sucky Zebra's dick. Sucky Giraffe's cock. Sucky Racehorse's dick. Sucky Werewolf's ass fucking jerk. Sucky Campbell's ass. Sucky Campbell's ass. Sucky Campbell's ass. Sucky Campbell's ass. Rock over London, rock out in Chicago, record surplus, it's the last record store. <laughs>